The city of Worcester presents Woo Stories. Hello, and welcome back to the Dream Team podcast with a group of kids who changed the world. Our podcast is made by kids from Worcester, Massachusetts. We want to know about important movements happening right now, so we asked Stacey Brimage to talk to us about racism and injustice. Here's what we came up with. Well, thank you guys for for me having the opportunity to join you guys. One thing I was a little bit curious about. So do you guys have gardens at your schools? Yeah, we do. I have been to it. Uh, Yeah, we had an opportunity like two years ago to like pick all the like vegetables in it because it's like the librarian is in charge of it so we like did this day in the library where we made like a food dish and then we had a couple fruits too and we learned how to like squeeze it and like cut it up and everything and so we did that yeah it basically one time yeah we kind of did what Mackenzie did but we got to make like we got to make a salad and also we got to make uh like a fidget thing i don't know it was like a balloon stress ball cool okay well thanks for letting me know that guys that's i was just curious to see where you're at and if there were gardens and if you had any connections to gardening because that's what we we do at the regional environmental council where i work um so i wanted to talk a little bit about like what we do um what our mission is and our program so The mission of the REC is to create a just food system and bring people together to do that. And we are mostly focused in Worcester. So we work with people in Worcester and schools, community members, businesses, organizations to really create and build this healthy, sustainable and equitable food system in Worcester. And now we're actually working with people that live out in Webster um, and Southbridge. So we're kind of expanding where we work um, because those communities are dealing with food insecurity um, and access to healthy, affordable or issues and challenges to access with healthy, affordable food. We have our UGROW program, and that's our community gardens and school gardens program. So that's one that you guys are, are you guys are all connected to. So we have over 60 gardens uh, that include 20 school gardens. So it's really cool to hear that each of your schools and many other schools um, in, in our city have gardens. And then the UGROW network provides free seedlings to all of the gardens. All of the gardens get free tomato seedlings, beans, peppers. Uh, And then we also have different educational resources, like on our website, we have a tool lending library. So if someone needs to borrow a tool that they might not have in their garden that they need, they can reach out to us and they can borrow tools from us. If they have a question about like, okay, so I want to grow green peppers, but I don't know how to grow green peppers. We have a resource guide that they can check out and um, get their questions answered. If they need any more information, they can reach out to us. The next program, the farmer's market. So, um... When you say farmers markets, does that mean like you go to like stores and like you like that's a program or do you mean like a a program called that? 
Great question, Mackenzie. So our farmer's market program provides fresh local produce to neighborhoods across the city where it's hard for people to access healthy, affordable food. We have farmer's markets that run year round, which is really cool. This is like food that is grown by local farmers in Massachusetts and our region, our New England region. Uh, and in the winter, it's pretty tough for farmers to grow food. So farmers have become very creative. They grow in greenhouses. Uh, they'll grow using water, hydroponics. So it's, it's pretty awesome that we're still able to work with the local farmers to provide food for folks throughout the winter. Um, and so we have markets at the Youth Center on Chandler Street. And then also at the University Park on Main Street, that's across from Clark University. And then we also have our mobile market. So I don't know if you guys have, have any, if you've seen the blue mobile market van anywhere in the city. I didn't know what it was before, but like my, my Nana, um, she got like the vegetables and like the fruits. She gets it like every year and that comes and I went with her, went because it comes around the back of her building. Yes, cool. What does the blue van do? So the blue van has a number of sites that it travels to throughout the week. The mobile market will travel around the city and go to different stops. So we have like the senior center, family health center, Seabury Heights, Coe's Village, like all of these different places, Plumley Village that the mobile market will go to. We've gone to the Publicist Public Library, the YWCA, all over the city to set up um, so people can have access, easy access to where they live. And these, and the places that we go are places where it's hard for folks to um, get healthy, affordable food. Does, when a truck comes, does it like cost like money or... Yeah, it does. So we have different options for people to pay with. So you can pay cash, credit, you know, as you would at a at a typical grocery store. But we also offer ways for people to pay using their SNAP benefits, which is their food stamps benefits. If they have senior coupons, they're able to use their senior coupons. If they have HIP, which is called the Healthy Incentives Program, that's um money that's designated exclusively for healthy food that you buy at farmer's markets or you buy from a farmer. So there's a variety of ways that people can pay for the food. And when we are, you know, when the farmers and the market are pricing the food, they're keeping in mind as well um, what is going, you know, what's going to be affordable for people to be able to afford the food. So what exactly was the van designed for? It just kind of shows veggies and like what the setup looks like. And that was designed quite a bit ago. That design is about 10 years old. We have a new van now, but our our first van that we got, we actually got it from the Worcester Regional Transit Authority, the WRTA, you know, our our city buses. Uh, They gave it to us and then we transformed it into a mobile market. You're like saying we... So do you, are you in all these programs? Because you said that you were in one of them, so then you were like using we for the program. Yeah. So I am connected to all of the programs, but I specifically lead Youth Grow, which I would love to start talking to you guys about for sure. So I work leading Youth Grow with a, a group of teenagers age 14 to 18. We work in Maine South, and that's one of our farms on Oriette Street. That's our biggest farm, actually. And then we have another farm in Grant Square Park that's in the Bell Hill neighborhood behind UMass Memorial. So you probably have been to Green Hill Park. It's like our biggest park in the city. I go to Green Hill Park, but now I don't 
because of COVID. But I I used to ride my bike there and stuff. Yeah, there's I know a lot. It's a popular place. I love Green Hill Park. And then right down the street from Green Hill Park is Grant Square Park. And there we have 20 wooden raised beds that we grow in. And a cool thing about our farm is the majority of the food that we grow goes directly to the mobile market. So you, you might have eaten our food, Mackenzie, if you're if you're Nana has has shopped at our mobile market. She might have gotten some youth girl produce. So now, do you guys have any any questions off the bat, or I can talk a little bit about food justice and food security and what those things mean? What are different ways? that we see that people are affected by injustice. Okay, food injustice. Good question. Really, this is directly related to what food justice means. It's an organized global movement. So it's not just here in the United States, it's global. And it's to ensure that everyone has the right to produce food. So that means the right to grow food, um, but also have the access to healthy food, affordable food, food that you like to eat that's culturally relevant to you, regardless of where you live, what your race is, what your class is, if you're low income, working class, middle class, all of those things, your gender or your ethnicity, regardless of those things, everybody has a right to good food. Uh, So that's really what food justice is. And then when you talk about injustice, that's, that's another word for that is food insecurity. So when people don't have access to healthy food that they like to eat, that's when they're food insecure. If they want to have, you know, access to vegetables um, and they don't have those in their neighborhoods, that's an injustice that they face. If they have to drive far away to have access to that food, that's an injustice. It's a right for folks to have access to healthy food that they like to eat. That's a little bit about food justice and food security. I also wanted to spend some time talking about racial justice. How are racial justice and food justice connected? Racial justice is really about the fair treatment systematic, so it's widespread fair treatment. So this is like everywhere for people of all races, all creeds, all colors, and I'd say that racial justice or racial equity is another word that you might hear goes beyond anti-racism. So it's not just about like eliminating and getting rid of discrimination, but it's also about creating systems and supports to achieve racial equity for everybody. It is connected to food justice and food security. So food insecurity, when folks don't have access to healthy food, that's a racial justice issue. And it's an effect of racism. So, you know, their access to to healthy, affordable food predominantly affects people of color. And there's neighborhoods in our city where it's really tough for people to have access to healthy, affordable food. Um, and like I said in examples earlier, if it's if we if you only have convenience stores, so if you go in a convenience store, they don't really have a large variety of fruits and vegetables. And sometimes the variety of fruits and vegetables that they have, they're not really good quality. Um, and sometimes the prices aren't are actually higher. 
And that is absolutely a racial justice issue when it mostly affects people of color. Um, so that's what we're, the work that we do at the REC is trying to eliminate those barriers and create more equal access to food across our city. So there's a connection between both of them, certainly. There's a lot of different ways to get involved. At the REC, there's volunteer opportunities, you know, growing foods in community gardens or supporting the community gardens network. And you can do that with your families or your classrooms at school and talk to your teacher. And shopping at our farmer's market um, absolutely is a way to support food justice. And then you guys are, you know, in about four years or so, you could be eligible to work at the Youth Grow Farm and get paid to work during the summer as uh, one of your first jobs. It was very cool to hear about these programs and learn about food justice with you. Good to hang out with you guys. Great talking with you. This is a podcast created by the Division of Youth Opportunities. Thanks for tuning in. This episode of Woo Stories was produced by Mackenzie, Liza, Angel, Shaquille, as well as a few others in our group who have decided not to share their name. Our group leaders are Shaquille Ajay and Liza French. And our theme song is Gone by Mora Beats. This episode was edited by Liza. Thanks for listening and see you next time.